Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello, everybody. Beautiful to see you here. And let me first of all welcome you to the gorgeous Gail Bennell. So hi, Gail. Hi, guys. That's good. Um, so I've asked Gail to come along today because I find one of the best ways to be able to demonstrate how does um, a particular exercise work really well is to actually just hot seat and to demonstrate it with somebody. So Gail and I have done no preparation on this. It's not as if we're, we've, we've worked out beforehand everything we're gonna say and what the activities are. It was really a matter of me sending Gail a, um, a message about an hour or so ago going, oi, you want a free hot seat? <laughs> and so, and to tell you the truth, that is me in my happy place because I am really happy <laughs> when I am put in the situation where, you know what, just put me on the spot and let me see what I can do and what I can help you with. So that's my happy place. So before we start on the hot seat, what I will do is go and um, I'm going to show you a little bit of a brief teaching on the exercise that I'm going to be working with Gail on. Now, if you haven't joined us in the free workshop that I've got happening at the moment, the Attract Your Tribe workshop. Number one is why not? So if you haven't, you go to romanceyourtribe.com forward slash AYT workshop, which stands for Attract Your Tribe workshop. I'll put the links down in here when we're finished. But in lesson number two, I teach you about how to get super, super duper clear on who is the absolute dream client because what is really easy to do is to think you're targeting the ideal client and they look really, really similar to a group of people that could all be your ideal client. But there's usually going to be one that is the most profitable and that's what you want to make sure that you put all of your marketing and your program packages for. And there's usually going to be one that looks really, really good but if you target them, you're going to go broke and broken a nice in a slow, painful way that you don't, you know, one of those things by cut by a thousand, you know, bleeding to death by a thousand cuts or whatever the cliche is. So um, we want to make sure that that doesn't happen. So um, Gail, you've done the profitable avatar exercise on your existing business, haven't you? Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. And, um, and we've actually done a workshop together. Oh, on this and well, so you're really familiar. Yeah, I know the concepts and it's something that I come back to every time I re-strategize where I'm going or think when I've leveled up to do seven other audience, which is exactly where I am right now. Yes. This is just really good time to get clear and get your support to guide me through it. Um, on exactly where I should be focusing on my messaging and my marketing and my support to get the best results for my clients. Yeah, and that's actually the reason why I invited you, Gail, because I knew that, you know, excitingly, you know, when you'd started, you know, when I first met you and when we first started, you know, you were doing my Shine program and, and other programs and, 
you were an employee, weren't you? Which was, you know, and so over that time, yeah, you know, so what's with that current business now, just so people have got an idea of your progress in just a couple of years. Um, so what is that business doing now? And why are you looking at this other business? So I started my business offerings helping parents who had children that um, have disabilities and can't speak for some reason. Mm. Um, and then I transitioned um, to working face-to-face with parents and clients who can't communicate because of a disability. And I've been, I even moved into state and moved the whole business into state, um, which helped me develop some more online um, one-to-one sort of appointments with people. Um, so I really sort of focused in on that. But over the years, I've become a bit of a, well, a go-to person for NDIS transitioning stuff, which is the National Disability Insurance Scheme that's helping people with disabilities. Um, and all of the private practitioners that have started their own business um, because of that. And so there's all these amazing opportunities with the shift in the environment, the operating environment we're in. And people just keep coming to me and asking for help constantly about what they should be doing in their business to prepare for the NDIS. And they were also coming to me for advice about um, helping people communicate um, who don't have spoken words. So I've kind of got these two markets that really want my help and keep asking yeah. for help. Um, so that's probably the first place to start is <laughs> which one should I focus on first? Yeah, and that's, that's a really... You know, this is a problem that a lot of people will end up having. Like quite often when you're first starting out in a business, you don't realise how many opportunities there are out there for you. And so when you started your business as an employee, you started going part-time, you went full-time, and then now that one is booked out. So you can, you know, it can't grow you any further. You can keep on going in there, but then you've got to change things in order to grow it. And that's okay. You could keep on going down that track. But the thing is, is once you start getting a track record, once you start getting results, that's when you see that there are all these opportunities out there. And you have to be really strategic about which of those opportunities you take because quite often when you first start out, you'll go, oh, my God, there's an opportunity. I'm going for it because you may not have that many opportunities. But once you start building up a track record like you have, there are more opportunities than you can possibly take and so that's number one lesson is just because you can do something doesn't mean you have to (laughs) so and this is a really really tough one because you know you can see and once you get to your level where you've been taking a lot of action you know you've just you know learnt so much being such an action taker in a beautiful methodical way actually and so you know that you know what you've got to do. So you know you can apply those processes to any of those businesses and they will work. Mm. But making that choice. So, I mean, that's a big, big thing for us to be able to do on this call. But what we'll do in here is we're going to work through the exercise on one of those. But what you would really want to do is, number one, is look at putting this exercise to both of those opportunities and then also thinking about really strategically okay where's the next level go once I've met this initial need for this particular 
market? Like, how can I then expand my business to either make me go out of it? So can I train up mini-me's and will there be enough demand for mini-me's? Or is this something that will be meeting a need of a set number of people, but not necessarily something that's scalable? So just with that particular question, before we dive into the exercise, for you, Gail, you've got the, the one side where you've actually got practitioners who are um, also speech pathologists who are looking at specialising, you know, really getting the skills that you get results with in your clients, which is why you've done so well, one of the reasons. So there's them. Or the other side is people who could be speech pathologists, but they could also be in any health field, who are going... I want to do what you did. You know, I'll have what she's having. Like, I'll have the waiting list, thanks. Um, out of those two, which ones can you see just on that, that scenario of can I scale it up or am I going to be bidding an initial need to start with? With either of those, can you see, um, you know, what, what's your initial reaction to that? Yeah, they've both got... They've both got the potential to scale up, hell out of me, and one feels really easy. <laughs> and I don't know if I should take the path of least resistance or <laughs> jump into the deep end. Right. Ah, there we go. So we're looking for the scare-sighted. So which is the one of least resistance? Um, having other PGs get, um, clinicians get the um, practical experience to serve more, more of their clients in a particular area. The scary one is helping um, business owners grow their business because um, right. I feel like I'm still, I still feel like I'm just learning, <laughs> even though yeah. I'm doing it for years. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, that's really interesting. So, I mean, both of those could possibly work, but you can't do both at once. So yeah. you'll have to make that choice. And so with both of those comes, if you go down one path, it's not just, all right, I'll do this and I'll do the other one later. There is also opportunity cost that mm. comes with that. Um, and so, you know, and, and then, so there's making that decision will be more than we can do on this call, but there's certainly things that you need to be looking at. Like, which mm -hmm. is the one that number one is, you know, that you can do easily, that there is definitely a market, is it easy for you to get them? And then the other sides of it that come is, does it feed your soul? Does it give you joy? Because you already have an existing business. So it's not as if you're going, right, I've got to do this because that's going to get me so I can quit my job, you know, or something like that. It's, um, so you, now you're, you're in the fortunate position where you're going, well, you know what, if I'm going to go into it the next step, which is not just me working, you know, me to clients, which is going to go me to practitioners, which is the way that for me feeds my soul. So for the moment, you know, because you're at that position now, you don't have to go down the path. Is, we'll do the business one today because I already have a program serving them so I can... Excellent. At getting that out to them so that the right people can get the information they need to. Yeah. Yeah. And I can tell you here and now when it comes to being a, a larger market to be able to serve and a market where people can see the, um, they can see the benefits. So they're more likely to spend the money is, is going to a market, the second market, which is helping them to be able to grow their businesses, will all will be the one that's probably going to have a, a larger market and they will probably be easier to invest in higher price programs 
um, mm. whereas it can be very difficult to get somebody who's going to invest in what will end up being a skill or a qualification in a way. Um, yeah. Harder to get them to invest, um, you know, thousands or tens of thousands of dollars um, as an individual. Yeah. So the other one does have that potential to be able to make your business grow faster. So let's have a look at that one. Um, and so one thing that I'm just wanted, wanted something that Gail said that I know that um, I'm just, I'm, if I'm looking down, it's because I'm just looking here for comments on my phone. Um, one thing that Gail said is about, you know, it's scary because I haven't been doing it for long enough or whatever is um, there's, I can tell you, Gail, that your results speak for you. So if you stick with, this is what I have done. And I'm teaching what I have done. And sure, there's other really, really clever things out there that you can be doing. But you know what? I'm teaching you what worked for me and it worked. That has integrity. And you mm -hmm. can remind yourself, you know what, man, I got those results, you know? So if that's a really nice way if you ever feel yourself being intimidated by there are so many other people who know all this stuff and there's so much I don't know remind yourself of that because I already know you totally you will totally rock this space now let's go and I'm going to share my screen first just to do a quick teaching so people know where we're up to and this is the one that I want okay so hopefully you can see my um, slides here so what we've got here is the profitable avatar exercise and just in short, what we're doing, this is a unique exercise that I've developed over years and it works. Um, and it's so much easier if you've got somebody like me that's done so many of them because we can nail this. Um, and it's, you can definitely do it yourself. It's one of those things I teach you how to do. Gail's done it numerous times for herself, but it really helps having somebody else there that's going to be doing it with you. So what we want to do is we're going to be looking at two variables. Now, I teach this in detail in the lessons in the Attractor Tribe program. In lesson number two, I go exact, I go in detail exactly how you need to do this. So this is just a quick summary. We're going to look for these two variables. And the important thing is these are variables that from one point to another is part of the transitional journey that your client goes on. Um, and so we're looking at two. Very often one of these will be an external thing like actions, proof of results perhaps. And another one will very often be an internal thing um, that has got to do with them either education or changing their mindset. Not always, but that's a good way for you to remember to be able to work these out. And then we're going to have a look here at four potential avatars and they fit on this graph. Now, what we'll do is I'll, I'll stop sharing and I'll go back to Gail because we're going to first of all work out what is the transitional journey she takes people on and we're going to work out these two variables. Then we will come back to this graph and we will plug them in. So stopping the share, back to, to Gail, baby. Um, all right. Did I just call you Claire? No. No, no. I just had this awful feeling that I called you Claire. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gail. Um, so the transitional journey that you take your clients on. So when they start at point A to point B, if you've got them at point A, what is, where are they starting and where are they aspiring and going to but that you help them with? So they're starting um, feeling really overwhelmed and 
Um, they're working probably at some stage in business, so maybe just starting out working for themselves, or they've been doing it for a little bit. Um, but you know, this is species and allied health professionals are not taught business skills. We're taught how to be amazing clinicians. Right. Okay. Skills is just something that feels so foreign as well. Um, um, so an end stage is that they are not feeling overwhelmed. They're not working nights and weekends trying to do the business stuff while making money, um, doing the clinical stuff and serving clients. They're kind of getting their life back. And, um, yeah, they're not feeling so stressed. That's really good because I think what I can see here is we have two potential paths here. Okay. Because one of the things is going to be their results. So if you've got somebody that they're coming to you and they could have no clients or they might only just have a few, or they could be like when you started out that you were an employee and you're going, how do I actually start building my own business? Where on earth am I going to get my first clients from? Um, so it could be that they're, and this is what I was talking about an internal and an external. So their external might be, I've got no clients and they're, at the end of the result is, you know what, I've got, I've got a full, um, would they call it a booking or a calendar or booked out? What would be the terminology? Caseload. Caseload. They've got a full caseload of clients um, in their business. So that could be what they could see as like an external outcome. But then the mm -hmm. other side that we have of that is their skills to be able to manage that business in a way that is calm, I guess. So a way to be able to grow that business that is not burning out, that they're, that they're in control. So if we have a play with that, because the thing I find with doing this exercise is we want to play with a couple of variables because sometimes we'll do the first variables and we'll try it out and we'll go, mm, yeah, it's not quite right. Then we'll, then we'll play around. Quite often I can nail it in the first go. But let's go and have a look and see what that would look like if we use those two variables. I haven't, we haven't actually quite worked out the wording on that sort of more tangential, but it's really going to do with their knowledge and their skills to be able, you know, on, on how to run a business, um, Simply, simply or simplified, you know, for themselves, energy. Um, so let's just go, I'm going to share my screen because this really helps with the visual now. Is, where are we, where is my slide? Okay, here it is. All right. So if we have a look down here, let's put down on the bottom one that this is their, um, you know, their caseload. How successful is their business, basically? So it's not just going to do with caseload, but it's also to do with profitable caseload, you know, because they could very well be really flat out, but they're charging, you know, they've got everybody on Medicare or whatever it is. You know, they're not charging what they're worth. So this is a profitable business. Um, mm -hmm. So at the top, it's a profitable business. And down the end, you know, at the very beginning, it may be no money. So it, it can be a real danger to go on the number of clients you've got but let's make it so that they're um, the amount of money that they're making. We'll have a look at that. Um, so if we put that down the bottom, so the people who are right on the left, you know, they're not making any money yet. 
And the people up the right, yep, they're full, they're bringing in the money, they really can't have any more clients that are coming through there. Now, if we have a look over here on the top one, let's do that to do with their, um, you know, their processes in their business that allow their businesses to run efficiently and effectively. So they have a life. So down the bottom here, they really don't know much at all. Um, and the people who are up at the top, they've got some really, really good processes. So let's have a look and we'll plug those in. So if we have number one, this is probably your newbie. They don't have any clients yet and they don't have any processes and they probably don't know where to start. So that's number one. Number two, now this is an interesting one. This is your burnouts, I would say. So these could be the people who are really, you know, they've, they've got a lot of clients. They could be really, really busy and really full. But these are the ones when you were describing, Gail, that they're burning out, they're working the weekends. Is that a lot of the people who you yeah. find that you work with? Yeah, they're doing nights and their family just wants them back, really. Right. <laughs> between seeing their, their kids and keeping up with the business. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So that's those ones there. Now let's have a look at the other two. Number three is an interesting one because they might know it all. Like they might have a lot of processes and they've learned all of that sort of stuff, but something's yeah. holding them back. Maybe their business um, hasn't started. They may have only just started, so they need help to get going. Or maybe they know all this stuff, but they haven't got the confidence. There's a lot of people that spend a lot of time investing in setting up the business, um, getting everything right and perfect and right. everything, you know, all the ducks align so that, you know, the business is ready for when the clock, but no, not spending the time attracting clients. Yeah. Right. So, and I'll tell you what, that is, that is the perfect procrastination, isn't it? That you yeah, know, I just got to get my procedure manual perfect and then I'll go and do the marketing. Because, you know, yeah. I won't be able to keep cope with all the clients coming in, like, if only. So, yeah, that, so that's definitely one set. So they're really going to be needing a lot of help, probably with mindset stuff here, mm, or yeah. to actually get them happening. Um, number four. Now, these are people that are really busy and they've got the systems in place. Now, sometimes number four, you could go, well, these are people who've got it all together. What do they need me for? Um, but these could also be people that they're now wanting to move themselves out of the business. They might be wanting to bring on partners. They might be wanting to expand. And so they're going to need some help because as you go to a next expansion level, very often what will happen is you'll drop back into some kind of chaos because, you know, that main person might have to go flat out training other people or picking up. There's a lot of people that really struggle with their business is really busy um, but they're still in it seeing clients and they're taking on staff as well, but they don't really have the time to support the staff as well as they could. Right. Um, the supervision that they know they need to do because yeah. they can't really afford for themselves to step out of the business to work on, you know, things that are a bit more passive or just to support their team. To yeah. Do that's excellent. So um, with that, Gail, so the, the next question I want to ask you is with those two things, do you have um, your own, you've got your own experience and you can work with people that can help them on both of those paths? Like, can you help them to systemize their businesses and with their marketing? And can you also help them to systematically increase 
the number of people that are coming through? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I know you can. I've been watching you. You know this. You know this. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Nail it. So that's the, that's the number one thing because quite often people will put as one of their variables about money. So we've kind of got that on that bottom one, you know, about them, yeah. you know, bringing in the money they've got paying clients. But sometimes people will put that down there, but there's actually nothing that you can do that's going to help people to increase their income. Yeah. So it's not a variable that you should have. So yeah. I know for you, you do, but for people who are watching, you know, if you're doing something, say, to do with health and it might be to do with, you know, like your original clients that have got to do with speech, you know, nonverbal, which I notice when you, whenever you say nonverbal, you go nonverbal. You've got the nonverbals, <laughs> you know, you're not helping those nonverbal people make money. So you wouldn't have that as a variable. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, nonverbal, no, you're not making the money. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's number one. You can absolutely help them. Now, the next question I've got for you is, do you think that there is anybody that's, when we've talked about these, is there a group that you are aware of that hasn't fitted in there, that's being ignored? Um, no, I think that covers everyone. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So that means that those two variables make good sense. Now what we want to do is, and this is where it comes into the next part. It's never going to be, okay, number four is always the most profitable. Number one's a dud, whatever. This is where it comes in for your experience because we're not just looking at their ability to pay. We're looking at how motivated are people to actually get this happening? Where is their pain point? And so now let's look at one, two, three, and four, and we'll do this quickly. So number one, they've got no idea where to start and you know they, may, they haven't got a business yet. They're not making any money. They might've only just decided they're gonna go out live or they might still be an employee thinking, I wanna escape. Those particular people, um, what do you think in terms of them with the experience that you've had and the connections with them? How motivated are they to invest the money and the time for your help? I feel like they are really looking for free advice. Uh, they're the ones that are on Facebook asking questions in groups and um, because they haven't got the business yet and they're still, they haven't really got the money or they can't see how the money can help them. Yeah. To get That's the Really and good insight. Really good Health professionals are real DIYers. Yeah. Um, you know, that's our job is to problem solve and come up with solutions. And yeah, absolutely. So that, that's, that's really good insights because a lot of times people will go, oh, well, they're the lowest. They need to have the, the greatest, you know, I can help them the most because you can. You can help them a lot. But if they're not going to be motivated, if they're already at that beginning and they're really reticent to spend the money, mm. it's a, not a good one for you to focus. You'll still attract them. But if you make all of your marketing at them, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of convincing, convincing them of, you know, you're going to make this money. It may take you a year or two to make that amount of money or whatever. Um, yeah. It's hard for people. They want something now. So that's a good insight. All right, there's number two. Now you, when I talked about those, it sounds as though you've been attracting a few people at the number two. Yeah, they're just, they've tried DIYing it and they've ended up in complete overwhelm and right. they're losing their family time. And sometimes they're not even making enough money. 
Right. So they're working really hard, really long hours, and they're not actually making more than they would in a job. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, look, I can just feel their pain. I could just, I just go, oh, I know exactly. You know, I work with so many people like that and it just breaks your heart. It really, really does. Mm. So for them, it sounds like they've got a pretty strong motivation because they're also getting motivation from their family, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. To do that. Are you think that they're motivated um, to spend the time as well as the money? Yes and no. Sometimes it's really hard for them to see how to make the time. Right. Because so that may be, yeah, for this crowd, it's an important part that you're going to demonstrate to them at the beginning, how are we going to get you some time now? Yeah, yeah. Really quickly, really quickly, what can we do right now that's going to free up half a, half a day, a week or something? Yeah. yeah, okay, cool. All right, so number three, these are the people that, um, the procrastinators. Um, they are, I think there's possibly two groups. One group is um, still stuck in their, oh, if I just get it perfect, then the, the clients will just come. Yeah. Um, but then there's the other group that's actually spent so long getting it perfect that they've realised that that ain't working. Right. So do you feel, from your experience, do you think that they have a strong motivation? Not as strong as number two, no. Okay, cool. Um, and number four, so these are the people that are expanding their business and they're burning out. The principal person's burning out. Um, and their staff are probably... Ready to <laughs> how, how motivated do you think they are? Really motivated. They've invested a lot of time into building their business to where it is, getting their, you know, attracting the right clients and, you know, they really love helping people. Right. But they're at the point where they're not sure they can keep doing it. Right, because they're burnout. So for me, listening to what you've said, it looks like number one and number three, even though you know that you can help them a lot, it's yeah. not their they're not as motivated. There's going to be some resistance. So you'll still attract them. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're Mark, so out of two and four, it looks as if those are the two that are going to be um, more willing to spend the time and probably spend more money if they get, if it means that they get some of that stuff done for them. Yeah. Yeah. Done with them rather than doing a step-by-step -step course on how to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and the interesting part with this, because both of those fall on that right-hand side, the messages and also the programs that you'll be giving them, the help you'll be giving them, is not so much on how to get more clients. No, they've got too many clients. Yeah. So if we were going to be marketing to number one and three, our core message is going to be about get new clients, attract new clients, how to consistently get clients, how to convert, how to do the sales calls, all of that sort of stuff. But really what you're doing here is how to not burn out, how to get the systems in place, especially around your marketing and especially around all the, you know, the NDIS stuff so that you can get, you know, you can spend time with your family. You don't have to spend your weekends. Your staff are actually going to love you rather than, you know, being a mutiny. Um, see how they're very different messages, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and yeah. Deliver quality services that you're known for yeah, yeah. fear that 
the standard slipping because mm. they're slipping. Yeah. That, you know, what if I lose my business because I start doing a bad job? Yeah, absolutely. Which would just be, you know, that's a huge fear. I mean, that's yeah. what's, that's what's number three up there is afraid of. Um, yeah. I don't want any clients. <laughs> um, subconsciously. Um, so, yeah. So, Having looked at this and having a look at that journey and looking at those ones that are motivated, that's going to be your key thing. And you know what's a really interesting thing, Gail? With people that I have found um, is the people who are in number four and two who've got the clients already, but they're burning out, they need the systems, they need to how to leverage themselves, all of that sort of stuff. Um, they are the people who actually usually prefer to have a high-end program. Mm-hmm. And so you, instead of you, if you were targeting number one, you would probably be going for a lower price program and you would be going to get a larger number of people. Yep. Going for especially number four, but then also number two, you may only need to start off with having just a handful of clients who are going to charge, who you will be charging a much higher amount. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you'll get a $10,000 client rather than a $500 client. But it is now you know that the thing that you'll be that you'll be um, marketing to them with and providing them with is going to be around all of that getting a life, getting the systems, you know, making it so that you know they actually get to, you know, not burn out and they won't give up. Once you go in there with those messages, mm. then it's going to be oh for heaven's sake, just come in, Gail, and help me. I'm exhausted. No, and then and then they and they will also understand the difference that it will make to them financially. Yeah, they might go. All right, here's a ten thousand dollar or a fifteen thousand dollar program, or because they're not going to be probably enough to have like a VIP day. They're going to be. I want to have you as my consultant here month after month after month, working with me and my team. Yeah, Um, that's been my experience with people at that level. Is or I want to be part of a higher level mastermind where I get to go with other people who are going through the same thing and we can get to make it go faster. Um, is it's actually easier to sell into a higher price program than it is to sell into a lower price program as with people like that. Good tips. Good tips. Yep. And it's going to help them. You're going to help them more than trying to play down small of, well, I, you know, maybe like I'll just, you know, it'll only cost you this much money or whatever, or I'll give you this smaller service. They will be so grateful if they know that you can come in and just really solve this problem for them because they're, they're in pain. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jana. You're very welcome. And thank you so much for being so open. Um, for people who are watching this, as you can tell, Gail is, she cares you know, about her clients. She really, really does care about her clients. So if, if we've just, if you are a four, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if when we were talking about number four and number two here, if you were going, oh my God, that is me, just give a hell yeah down below and contact Gail. So how can people contact you, Gail? Um, that's a great question. Um, my email address, and this is like, my business is in constant flux. My email address is still my business from two businesses ago because I haven't updated. So um, Gail, G-A-I-L, at raising nonverbal children, which is all one word, dot com. Um, We'll put that down below in the comments anyway. Um, Yeah, and the thing is, you know, with this kind of thing, you can even just go under your name. 
you know, mm-hmm. with that sort of consultancy. You know, if you're going to start it off starting with, let's just have a few clients that I absolutely get amazing results with working with them closely. And then from that, now we'll go and we'll create some systematic material that I can then on sell to other people as packages. So instead of creating the systems and the smaller packages and then upgrading to higher price clients, you start at the top consulting with them, create uh-huh. material as you're working with them, and then you can package it together to be able to help more people at a lower price. Fantastic. Great yeah. advice. It's kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? We quite often go, I will charge more as I get more confident, but it's actually yeah. the other way around. I'll work closely with you. Um, I know I can get results with you working closely. Fantastic. Thank you, Janet. I have to get going. Yes, I cannot die. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're Bye-bye. very welcome. Go get them, girl. Bye. Okay, everybody that's still here, um, and I imagine that most people will be watching this on the on the replay. So I hope that that gave you some insights in how to use the pro, how to use that um, really powerful exercise. Because as you can see, we could have gone either way with Gail's targeting that message of "I can help you get new clients" because that's what she did. You know, she went from having no clients to, you know, getting completely booked out a full caseload in a quite a quick time. Um, and that was moving interstate, you know, to, within Gail's story, you know, like moving interstate within two weeks because she'd built up the reputation, applying all the stuff that she'd been doing in the precursor to the Attractor Tribe program. Um, she, within two weeks, she was completely booked out in that new town, in that new state. Um, so she knows how to get the new clients, but she's also got all of those systems behind it to be able to do that seamlessly. Um, you know, enough that she's thinking, all right, well, I've done all of that. And I'm, you know, I've got all those clients. Let me build up the next business. I've got the time and the energy. So um, she could go either way. But as we've worked out, the people who are going to be most motivated are those ones who have already got the clients and they're burning out. Um, And she's got really good systems that she, I know from behind the scenes with Gail, she's got really good systems um, to be able to work with those clients really, really efficiently. So, um, yeah, so I'd love to hear from you. Leave those comments down below. Any questions that you've got? Um, the um, free training that I've got is only open for about another 10 days, I think it is. Yeah, another 10 days. And then it will be it will be going. So if you would like to go into and have some good training there on how to use this exercise and how to apply it to your business, you can go over there to the Attract Your Tribe workshop. I'll put links down below. And um, yeah, and I'd love to hear from you. So I hope this has been really helpful. Okay, bye. It's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.